This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Road to Retirement. I'm Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial Group, and our host today is Tony Shore. Uh, How you doing, Tony? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show again, Chris. I've had a great week, it just crazy, uh, trying to beat the heat and stay active. Been doing a lot of projects around the house, but keeping pretty busy with work. But then I think I'm busy. And then you start telling me uh, before the show, you're talking about your schedule. And then I, then I get crazy because yeah. that makes me tired just hearing about your schedule. Well, it's getting a little easier because the kids are out of college now. So uh, that's good. But uh, yeah, you, you keep busy though. Of course, uh, you're busier during tax season, but I know this is the time of year you like to meet with uh, clients and meet with our, our listeners out there, people who get a hold of you, and talk to them about retirement planning, income planning, things like that, right? Yeah, the schedule's still full this time of the year. It's just it's not as intense as tax season where we have an appointment every hour on the hour for six days a week. You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but, yeah that um, is crazy. Uh, that gets crazy. Well, for our listeners out there, I know you've got a good topic lined up for us. What are we talking about today? Yeah, we are talking about uh, four-step retirement workout strategies. So, you know, what are the, you know basically what's the first things you do? You know, when you're getting ready to retire, you know, there's no like owner's manual, right? When you're getting ready to retire, so people are kind of caught off guard. You know, you go to work. And you get a job and they're like, okay, here's our manual. This is everything you need to do. But when you get a retire, you know, nobody's really uh, told you what to do. So just some tips, uh, uh, what to do in that, in that stage of life, uh, because most people are used to getting a paycheck and all of a sudden the paycheck stops and, you know, it's a little bittersweet, you know, it's nice, not, it's yeah, nice it to is. retire, but, uh, you know, it's a little scary not getting that paycheck every two weeks or every week. So, um, just a couple strategies that people should think about when they're, uh, getting ready to retire and, and to determine whether or not they can retire. You know? Right. So you don't well, want to retire and quit your job and then say, heck, I don't have enough money coming in. You know? <laughs> so, right. Well, so that's the that scary a few years ahead of time. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about that uh, paycheck not coming in, uh, you know, people need to be, I think people need to take it a little more seriously than they often do because they're excited about retirement. But you got to realize how are you going to live without a paycheck? You have to have a paycheck coming from somewhere. So if you're not working and getting it from an employer, where does it come from? And a lot of people don't have that planned out. That's why you have to have some type of retirement strategy. And I'm glad we're talking about this today. You know, one thing, Chris, I wanted to throw in there is um, I heard someone say once, and this really woke me up about retirement planning is uh, not to use scare taxis, but they said, uh, you know, you don't want to be unemployed for a long period of time, right? That would be bad. How would you pay your bills? And it's like, yeah, right. Well, uh, what about be, what if your employer came to you and said, hey, next year uh, we're going to lay you off and you're going to be unemployed for 20 years? 
Right? What would you do? Would that's you do re- anything different? <laughs> yeah. Would you do anything different today? He asked me, would you, Tony, would you do anything different today if you knew that a year from now you were going to uh, either lose your job or get laid off and you'd be unemployed for 20 years? Would you do anything different with your money today? Would you, would you panic? Would you get something in place? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't act the same or not worry about that. Well, that's exactly what retirement is. It's 20 years of unemployment, right? Yeah, and I think the first thing you would do is probably take a hard look and probably the first bullet point we have is take a hard look at what are your expenses, right? Because usually oh, is that if, the first people, step? As the first step is, you know, is to analyze your cash flow and analyze and I yeah. we actually go through a budget with people because you know, when you're when you're working uh and the paycheck's getting direct deposited and you know, how many people actually balance their checkbooks? Maybe Probably look, we're not bouncing checks. <laughs> we know we're putting money away through our retirement plan. We're not bouncing checks. So I guess we're okay, right? But then right. all of a sudden yeah. the check stops and you still got the expenses and you know, so you know, a little hard fast rule is just to, you know, sit down and go through a budget, you know, line by line, you know, okay, do we have do we have a car payment, do we have a mortgage payment, all the different insurances. People don't realize how many insurances they pay. You know, they there's homeowner's insurance, there's health insurance, there's life. You know, when you're retired, you might have a health insurance bill, right? Because you, you got to find some health insurance. Your employer doesn't have it. You know, the the uh, insurance on the, the house, the insurance on life insurance. You know, there's all kinds of insurances that are out there that people don't realize they're spending that much money on. Yeah. Um, utilities. Um, I, and, and at the end of the day, I you know, you got there's entertainment. You go out to eat. I don't think anyone eats at home anymore, right? So, uh <laughs> right, I mean, hardly anyone. Yeah. I have a I have a friend of mine I was doing his some of his bookkeeping for him one time and uh got a really beautiful million dollar house, right? And I look at his his expenses and like every day there's like three meals on their credit cards. And like so I called him and said, Hey, uh I said, Ryan, when you built that house and that really nice development, did they put a kitchen in it? Because it's like, yeah, what do you mean? I'm like, you eat out every meal. I mean, if you don't eat it out, you like go pick it up, take it out and bring it home. Right. Yeah. So, so eating out's a, you know, big expense. You know, you like, you're going to want to go to the movies. You want to go, you want to go on a vacation. So you got to build all that into your budget. And then I tell everybody and put another 500 bucks in there. And they're like, what's that for? Something breaks. I mean, look, we got a brand new house a couple of years ago and all of a sudden the dryer went out. Right. Luckily it's under warranty, but stuff like that. There's always something, maybe it's not 500 bucks every month, but maybe every three months or something, there's something 800 bucks, right? Or money on grandkids and things like that. So, you know, do analyze the cash flow. And then we talked about this on other shows is try to maximize one, one thing is maximize social security. Uh, oh yeah, you know, for you sure. Know, we, we've, we've done podcasts on this and stuff and I think we've probably even got a video on it, but you know, every dollar you get from the government is $1 less you have to take out of your pocket. So we want to make sure we're smart about when to, when to make the elections. Um, oftentimes people make them too early and then they're stuck with a lower amount. Some people make them too late figuring, look, if I wait the longest, I wait till 70, I get my biggest paycheck, but you get less checks, right? Yeah. You're going to, you're you only going to live a finite day, right? So, but you get less checks. So that whole strategy of, you know, when to pick it and, 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 and do all those elections. So that's important because for a lot of people, the average person, Social Security can make up 60%, 70% of their, their monthly income in retirement. So we want to be, be smart about that. 
So then go through all those sources of income. Maybe, maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension. Tony, you're probably going to have a nice big pension. from. <laughs> no, I don't work for the state. <laughs> That's for sure. So, the government. So, um, you know, figure out all your income, all your expenses, and then see if you're, you know, it's plus or minus. If it's, if it's favorable and you're ahead, okay, then you could, you know, you can invest a little differently. But if you're behind and you need 500,000 bucks a month extra, then you're going to have to find out where to grab that from. And so you're, strategies on investing may be different than if you didn't need the money, you know, you need more, more income driven things. So there's, there's a lot that goes into that first step of analyzing cash flow, budgeting, you know, you don't have to budget to the penny, but you know, you, you need to know if you're going to be short a thousand bucks. I want to know about that. If I'm short 20 bucks, look, okay, I won't eat the burgers this week. Right. But, um, <laughs> So that, that's probably the number one thing. So we said, you know, there's four things, but the number one thing is really getting a handle on your income and your expenses. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to get control of that. And I know when you first sit down with people, when they first meet with you, that's something you, you look at and try to see where they're at. Uh, you have to figure it out, don't you? You yeah. have to Yeah, and most people have never even mean. attempted that. And then when they look at it, they're like, we're really spending that much money a month. Like I mean, you, you gave me the numbers. So yeah, you are. So and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize we were spending $7,000, $8,000 a month. But, yeah. You know, the paycheck stops and you're only bringing in five or three. Well, you either got to, you know, hopefully you saved a lot of money or look, you may have to cut back or you may need yeah. to get, you may need to get a part-time job. Right. So, uh, that's, that's yeah. all kind of might stuff have to like work that. a little longer. Might have to, uh, find other means uh at that point but again yeah, you, no chris be, nobody wants to take a pay cut in yeah you could you could become a radio host you know <laughs> <laughs> you know how well those pay right uh well yeah <laughs> yeah yeah let's not talk about that i don't want to i don't want to weep on the show in front of everyone um talk about radio pay uh, but you know what I, the one advantage I have, as long as I keep my voice, I can do this job for as long as I want. Yeah, you don't have to keep your looks. Yeah. Well, that that ship has sailed, as you know, Chris. <laughs> that ship sailed a long time ago. So, what's next on the list? Uh, what's the next step? Uh, the next step, I would eliminate debt. You know, we we get a lot of people that come in and they have a credit card debt. I don't say it's excessive, but just you know even if it's four five ten thousand dollars on credit cards like the credit card companies are charging you 20 25 percent interest like yep you know you'd be better off taking money out of a savings account that's paying you one and paying off the thing that's that's charging you 25 percent. so eliminate that now, now there's some debt you might want to carry like uh oftentimes clients of the last generation you know they they don't want any debt so they go to buy a car and they're like well i'm just going to take 30 grand out of my account and buy the car i'm like but they're not charging you any interest. You know, you see all these ads, there's no interest on the car. Why would you, why would you give them all the money if they're not charging you any interest? Right. So just be smart about what kind of debt you're going to take on. So if, um, if it's a really low interest rate, maybe you keep it because generally you should be able to invest in the invest and make, you know, somewhere between, you know, three to 10%, depending on, you know, what you invest in. So long term. So if you're borrowing money at one, you know, why would you pay that off? So then there's the other school of thought is just like, I want everything paid off, whether it's mathematically or financially the perfect thing to do. It's comforting to know my house is paid off, right? 
It's comforting. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't have a car payment. You know, it's comforting. That's you huge. Know, you know, all those things. So, you know, maybe it's not mathematically the right thing to do, but like people like to have their house paid off, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, let's take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Chris. I, I know that you offer a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation for anyone uh, who contacts you uh, from listening to the podcast. How can they get a hold of you? They can either check out our website at um, brooksidetax.com or call us at 440-886-3550. And anyone's listening, if they call in, uh, we have a couple books out there, uh, one on financial planning um, called The uh, Back Nine, and one on estate planning, because Tony, you know I'm also an estate planning attorney, so that one's called um, Rounding Third, so you could get a copy of our books. I'd be glad to get those out to you guys. Yeah. Uh, that sounds great. That sounds perfect. Now, I, I think we've went through the first two steps, right. uh, and we're talking about listeners, in, in case you were wondering, uh, we are talking about the four steps, uh, retirement strategy workout, uh, things you need to know, and I think that's very important. Um, what's third on the list? Figure out what kind of lifestyle you want in retirement. Some people want to travel. Some people just want to stay home. Some people want to golf or fish or do yoga or build birdhouses. I mean, figure out what you want to do um, and go do it. Travel early. Um, You know, most people that are retiring are usually early to mid to 60s. So let's say you're 65. Look, at 65, I'll put this politely, at best you got 15 good years, right? Because time you're 80, you're not going to be, you know, tracking yeah. up the side of a mountain. Well, that's true. You're, for most, you're not for gonna... most people, right? You know, there are yeah. those exceptions. But so, if, look, if you haven't been to Europe, go to Europe. If you haven't been to Italy, go to, just book it, put it on your bucket list and get it done. Because these bucket lists people have, the bucket keeps getting bigger and nobody's like, you know, checking anything off. So, um, so analyze what type of lifestyle you want and, and just go do it, you know, prioritize. You know, we, we've probably talked about before about going to Italy. Like that's that's that was on our bucket list. So we went early, we went a couple times already, and it's it's incredible. Right? You, you're not going to see that stuff in the states. So uh, um, go ahead and do it. So figure out your lifestyle, and then that way you can you can budget. Look, we want to take a trip every two years. Okay, we need to put ten grand away for the trip to Italy or whatever. So, um, but you got to you know, fortunately, if you have excess money, you don't have to really put that in your in your daily budget or your monthly budget but um you just gotta be aware of what your lifestyle wants to be and maybe it's, yeah maybe it's go see grandkids and you know a lot of times people have kids in different states or um hey we want to take the grandkids to disney right that type of stuff so like that's gonna be you know big ticket item you got six grandkids or everyone's going to disney there's you know 10 grand or whatever so yeah. just uh, figure out your lifestyle goals there yeah yeah, and ten grand is just the admission ticket. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's good, uh, forget it's about good. food it's and good. drinks. It's a, it's a good day at the park, though, right? So. <laughs> uh, it, it can be expensive to do those things. You don't really think about it, uh, but when you start digging into this stuff, it's like, oh yeah, I've got that expense here, this expense there. Like you were saying, I I find it fascinating that people, um, you know, they don't even realize, wow, we spend that much in a month. You yeah. know, I mean. People don't think about these things, and it really is important, and that's why I think it's good to go over these four steps to have a retirement strategy, uh, and you call it a workout because uh, for some people, it, it can be a workout, but yeah. that's why we have you to help us 
uh, through this and navigate it. Um, now, what's the third step we need to look at? The third step was set the lifestyle goals. Did I ever tell you about my $20,000 rock paperweight? No. Oh, so third and fourth goals, uh, what are we talking about? There? So th- the third goal would be set the lifestyles, figure out what you want to do in your retirement. Yep. Fourth yep. would be analyze your risk preferences. Everyone, there you go. Everyone who's, uh, you know, you've been investing over a, a long time period of time. And when people come in and they got 20 different funds all over the place, like you didn't do anything wrong. Life was just happening, right? You, you bought one mutual right. fund. Somebody told you I had a 401k, I left that job. You know, like you didn't do anything wrong. It's just time to coordinate things and really analyze. Uh, most people, when we do this analysis, tend to be riskier than they think they're. I mean, their portfolio is riskier than, than they, they want it to be. So a lady that was in today, we looked at her, her risk portfolio and, and we do this, this color money risk questionnaire. And you could go to our website, right on the corner of our website says, get your risk score. So, you know, she came in like at a 40, which means, you know, maybe 40% of her money should be in the market and 60% of the money should be out of the market. Well, she had 95% of her money in the market. And she says, boy, we really need to change that. I'm like, well, you know, that's what the numbers say. And you tell me. And she, so we ended up changing it. But, um, you know, risk in, in retirement, the issue there is that you don't have a lot of, you don't have as much time to recover from major down. So in 2001, when the market went down, you know, 40% in 2008, it went down 40%. That's fine if you got 20, 30 years left to recover. But in retirement, you lose money early. It's going to really screw up your uh, retirement. So you want to be smart about where your risk is at. And, you know, bonds are risky right now because of interest rates. And so there's a lot of things that go in to figure out that risk analysis. And there's no one rule of thumb for everybody. So it's a, it's really a personalized thing. I can tell you what the numbers say, but you, you know, at the end of the day, you got to tell me, Tony, is that the right risk preference for you? Are you a 40 or are you a 90 or somewhere in between? So, um, so that's, that's important because risk will, will drive how you, how your investments are set up. So. Sure. Sure. And I think that's a great place to actually start, even though uh, that was the fourth and final step uh, for today's show. I think uh, really looking at uh, where you're at with your risk uh, and what your risk tolerance is, that's actually one of the first things you have people do. And that's why uh, there's no cost to go on the website and take that uh, risk analysis, right? right? It's, it's called our color of money report. So again, if you go right on our website, brooksidetax.com, right in the right hand corner, there's something called get your risk score. I think it's 10, 11 questions. It's pretty easy and it'll, it'll give you a score. It's all interactive and and there's little videos with it and things like that, so it's kind of cool. So you want to hear sure. my $20,000 rock story? Yeah, tell me about the $20,000 okay. rock. So this was all dealing with travel. So we went to Italy years ago with the kids. The kids were still little and stuff. So it's the last day. We're on the Amalfi Coast and uh, beautiful, all right? So I'm thinking back. I'm like, boy, my wife got stuff when we were in Italy. My son got stuff when we were in Italy. My fashionista daughter got a lot of stuff when we were in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> I spent, a lot of clothes. Yes. I spent 20 grand on this damn trip and I didn't get anything. So I reached down on the beach. I picked up this rock. Like that looks like a good paperweight. I threw it in my suitcase and it sits on my desk today. So, so, <laughs> so when I'm doing tax returns for somebody and they're looking at this rock, sometimes I just get up and say, Hey, that's a $20,000 rock. And then I leave the room. 
I come back there looking at the rock like there's gold in it or something. I'm like, no, yeah. that, that rock cost me 20 grand. So when you, or when you come back in the room, the rock is gone. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so when you do your traveling, there's a little more expenses in there than you might, but you, know, you just, you just got to do it. I mean, what, what are you waiting? Yeah. You don't like, yeah, I, I have my true. saying, you don't want to be the richest guy in the graveyard. Right. So that's true. Uh, good point. Well, so to recap uh, the four step plan for okay. your financial strategy workout. First, you said analyze our cash flow. Yeah. Figure, then, out, figure out your budget. Yep. And then eliminate debt, right? Eliminate debt as much yep. as you can, you know, reasonably, you know, wisely eliminate debt. Especially, and the third, especially one, and I know the third one because I asked you twice, just to clarify, set retirement lifestyle go- yeah, goals. I mean, you right? didn't work for 40, 50, 60 years to sit on the couch when you get, when you're retired, right? I mean, you, well, some you, people say maybe they did, but you don't want to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, look, you, you got to enjoy this stuff, right? I mean, yeah. life's short, so go out and enjoy it while you can. And, like and then said, really, uh, ironically, last, but one of the first things you should do is analyze your risk preference, right? Correct, because you know the first thing is just trying to get to the point where we need to know how much money we need to be bringing in and eliminate yeah. the debt and all that. And then, then we have to set up to you know if we're trying to build cash flow every month, then we got to really look at risk preferences and yeah, and where we're getting the money from and things like that. So yep. So now to get the personalized reports and figure out what they mean, uh, to get a copy of the book, one or both of your books, uh, at no cost, and get some reports at no cost. Our listeners out there, before we go today, need to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. So before we go, give them the number they can call. Uh, they can call anytime and set that up. What is that? Yeah, 440-886-3550. Uh, if we're here, uh, Regina would answer the phone and she'll set you up an appointment. If not, uh, leave us a message if you call on the weekend or something like that. Or if you're listening to us at 2 in the morning, right? So um, yeah. <laughs> Or, or you could go to our website, uh, com. All right. Well, that sounds great. And I think this was a very good topic for today's episode of Road to Retirement. But that does it for today's episode. And our host, Chris Anselmo. Thanks, Tony. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.